Hi, welcome to That's Life Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Murphy, and this is a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life and how to do it through a Christian lens. I'm so happy that you're here. Pull up a chair, grab a coffee, come as you are, and listen to the word of the Lord and the plan that he has for your life. Because it's hard to have it all figured out, but we can help each other together in the community of Christ. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Stay tuned to hear more. Hey everybody, welcome to That's Life Podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. As you heard in the intro, my name is Abby Murphy and this is a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life, how to do it through a Christian lens. And I feel like I have that on lockdown at this point because I say it every time in the podcast, even though that's literally the reason why I did the intro in the first place, whatever. If you're new here, I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you for being here. Even if you're not a Christian, please stay because today's talk is really kind of awesome I think um not because you know I think that I'm saying all these awesome things but because I really just asked the Lord to speak through me I didn't really have a lot to give I I recorded the the main part of the podcast first before doing this intro because my energy level and my brain capacity level at the moment and as of lately is a little on the lower side um been going through a lot and I'm sure I'll unpack that a little bit later when I'm not like in the pit of it as much. Um, but I'm definitely on the up and up of just getting out of all of these emotions that I'm going through. And there's a time and a place and a season to honor that. And, you know, I've honored that and now I'm ready to pick up, move on and, and say, okay, time to be on the positive side of things. But, um, yeah, that being said, I didn't really have a lot to give today. Um, and you know, I, I always say, you know, God, your word's not mine, please, you know, allow me to hear you. But, today it was a little extra yearn in that prayer and he just you know I can't even remember what I said um but I think he I think he's speaking and I think he's alive and I mean I know he's alive and uh his words are his words are alive and uh yeah it's kind of awesome that he he's here right now just with a little girl and her little microphone and anyways enough of that being said We're going to talk today about being a listener, being a friend, being there for someone. When someone confides in you, when someone sits down with you and says, hey, here's the situation that I'm going through. That's where this conversation is going to start today. But before we get into that, because it's a little bit more of a serious one, a little bit more of one you've got to turn on your listening ears for, that's for sure. Um, Definitely not a podcast you probably, I mean, I listen to podcasts when I run. If I was listening to this podcast when I ran, I probably wouldn't go as fast, so maybe save this podcast for like a slow run day because it's more of a chill podcast. I'm not as pow, 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 pow. I'm more, hey, let's think on this today. Um, There's just a lot of information and a lot of knowledge and and a lot of details that um, I wanted to speak slowly and make sure that the words came out the way that they were supposed to. there's a lot of scripture in today's podcast. Yeah, that's a little bit of a, a brief overview of everything that kind of went down. Um, but yeah, it really focuses a lot on listening and being a friend and because that's what I'm learning right now. I, I for so long didn't even understand that concept and just thought I had to robotic answer, you know, the best advice and be the savior, the savior complex and just always have the right answers and always have the And I'm learning and deconstructing and asking to be rewired because that is false and prideful. And 
yeah, that's the conversation today. So before we get into that, I want to play a fun little game because I want to start a little lighthearted. So how I'm going to do this is I looked up uh, this the first category, well, I guess the only category. I'm going to be doing Disney songs because to be honest, that's mostly what I listen to. Um, and I'm going to turn my phone away from me and then not look at my phone and hit play really quickly and then hit stop really quickly and then have to guess it. So here we go. What? I need more. What the? I have no idea. Oh, from the aristocrats? Of course it starts on the aristocrats. I don't, I don't know that. Okay, next. Here we go. Oh, kiss the girl. Kiss the girl from Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah. Got it. Okay, next. Cinderella? No. Oh, it's a princess. Cinderella. Yeah. A dream is wish your heart makes. Got it. Shouldn't have second guessed myself. Oh, oh, the scuttlebutt. The scuttlebutt from uh, Little Mermaid Remake. Yeah. Oh, first time in forever from Frozen. I keep, I can't pause it. I'm not looking at my phone, so I keep missing the button to hit it. Okay, maybe I should turn it this way so that y'all can hear it. Okay, next. In every job that must be oh, Mary Poppins. Mar uh, Mary Poppins. Uh, whistle. Wait. Spoonful of sugar. Spoonful of sugar. Yes. Did I get it? Yes. Yay. Okay, next. What? I can't pause it. I keep missing the pause button. I have no idea. I have no idea. What is this? Nobody like you from something red for from Disney and Pixar's turning red. Oh, some fox or something. I don't know. Never seen it. Oh, try everything. Oh, what's that song? It's from Zootopia. Um, 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 um. Try it. Try everything. That's what it's called. Yeah. Thank you, Shakira. Okay, a couple more. And then I'm done with this game because I keep missing the button and it's getting on my nerves. Next. Hello. Hmm. Oh, from Brave. It's something from Brave. I don't know what it's called. Oh. Oh, it's called Touch the Sky. If you got that, good job. Next. Hello, where's the button? There it is. High School Musical. Um, we're all in this together. Let's just let, this is a good one to end on. Let's just let this kind of ring. Actually, I might get copyright. Together, together. You can tell I'm a musical theater kid. Anyways, enough of that being said. Before we get into it, this was giving like high school, high school Wednesday night game before the sermon vibes. I'm not, I'm here for it though. I, high school ministry is like one of my favorite ministries. So anyways, with that being said, I like to always start off with a prayer before and then we will get into all the deep talks of being a listener, being a friend and being there for someone. So, here we go. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you so much that I get to speak on this podcast and just be in a comfortable environment and be able to talk about you boldly and not be persecuted because of it and not be judged because of it. Um, you know, and, and um, I just thank you so much that I'm freely able to talk about this, um, talk about you, and just be in your presence and just be 
Lord, I thank you so much for just allowing the desire to be and to be able to be with you um, and resting in that and feeling ultimate fulfillment through that, Lord. Um, I pray that the listener experiences that feeling um, and I pray for wisdom in this conversation and guidance and uh, where you want my words to lead. Amen. Let's go ahead and hop right in. I have really been learning how to listen. I've been really learning how to rest in the fact <laughs> that I don't have the answers. I don't always have the answers and quite frankly, as a blanket statement, I shouldn't have the answers. The answers should come from the Lord um, and not from my own brain because I'm human and I'm vulnerable um, and have real feelings and get swept up in those feelings and I am not, you know, I, I ask for wisdom, I pray for wisdom and the Lord guides me in that and leads me in that. But ultimately, like, the wisdom comes from the Lord. Like anything that comes from my heart or my mouth is false if it's not grounded and rooted in faith. Um, and so I really want to choose my words carefully when just talking about this because I'm still learning um, how to listen and be a friend and know when to speak and when to and when to not. I've been focusing a lot on scriptures and verses that... Um, have just kind of like helped bring me into a place of discovery. Um, a lot of what has been on my mind that I'm hearing from people around me, Proverbs 17, 28, even fools are thought wise if they keep silent and discerning if they hold their tongues. Basically that's saying like even people who are corrupt and evil and awful people basically, um, you know, a fool was a very, very negative term used in the Bible and in scripture. Um, and, you know, even even fools seem wise if they stay silent. You know, those people who it's like, you know, they're so quiet, but when they speak, wow, it just means something. It's like, yeah, like they choose to use their words to hold value. And even Fools, if they are silent, seem wise, which means there is knowledge in silence. And I am someone who is so uncomfortable with silence and has been so uncomfortable with silence for so long. I mean, when I first started dating, if you listen to last week's episode, when I first started dating my boyfriend, I literally thought I was doing everything wrong because he is comfortable with silence and I am not. So I felt like I had to fill and come up with all of these things and all of these topics to talk about and rather than just letting the silence be the silence if there was and looking at it as a bad thing um, or looking at it as a good thing, I looked at it as a bad thing. And, you know, that silence allowed thoughts to creep in of like, well, what am I not doing that's right? Why am I not good enough? Why is this? Why? Like the the devil can creep into the, the non-confidence, the discomf, I don't know what the word is for, um, the lack of confidence in silence the devil can creep in there and really just shoot some thoughts that make you turn that rest and that peace that God intended for good into an opportunity to fill your mind with lies and that's something that I am learning how to just 
turn the other cheek and rebuke because silence is so powerful and so beautiful. And it says right here in scripture, silence is wise. Silence is wisdom. It allows us time to think. It allows us time to talk. It allows us time to, you know, be. Um, I want to read in Proverbs and I've kind of gone back and like looked at a lot of the Proverbs and Proverbs is like one of the main books of wisdom in the Bible. And so I went back, I've grown up reading Proverbs, but um, I wanted to go really just deep dive. And I'm just going to read like, honestly, a couple chapters. And I really want us to like hear what these couple chapters say about words and about silence and about what we say because it's so it's just so good so I'm gonna read Proverbs uh in the middle of chapter 10 to the end of chapter 12 and we can go back and just like kind of pick through them but um yeah just go ahead and and jump right into it so this is um Proverbs chapter 10 I'm starting at verse 7 we have happy memories of the godly but the name of the wicked person rots away the wise are glad to be instructed but babbling fools fall flat on their faces that's basically saying the wise are glad to sit back listen and receive be quick to listen and slow to speak um receive first before stating but babbling fools people who think they know better people who talk 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 and all they do is talk and you know want to speak first instead of listen and um say you know what they think is right before really saying, well, how can I be taught? You know, I want to be someone I've heard the phrase saying like, oh, I want to be a there you are person, not a here I am person. Like, how can I fix my mind to think of others always? Because I was, I was talking with a friend and I think it's very easy for especially people, you know, in a higher status of, um, being known as a talker or being known as an extrovert or being known for having a podcast or being known for being a theater person. People that grow up in the spotlight and people that don't as well. I mean, this is all something we put pressure on ourselves for. There's this expectation that when someone comes to you and asks you something, you have to give them an answer. And, you know, I, I, my human desire is, oh, if someone asks me for advice, I want to give them the best piece of advice they've ever been given in their entire life. And that's a lot of pressure to put on a human being because we aren't meant to be, have this, be the savior. We're not meant to change their entire lives based off of what we say. There was only one man who did that and that was Jesus. Um, we can have influence and we can uh, encourage and give life-giving words and push in directions that we know lead to the ultimate truth and the ultimate light. But the moment we start putting the pressure on our words, we become the God that we're trying to get people to worship. And, you know, if I sit here and, and I'm being very drastic and very serious because down to the root of it, like, that is basically what it is, is if someone comes to me and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to give them the best advice. Like, what do I say? What do I say? Oh my gosh, I'm freaking out. I just need to like say something right now. Why am I worried about that? Why am I nervous about that? Because I want them to like me, because I want them to think I'm smart, because I want them to think I'm wise. And these are all very, very human traits, but it's like, let the worries go. Ground yourself in the word. Let scripture do its job. We don't have to embellish scripture. We don't have to twist scripture around to have some huge breakthrough and we shouldn't be doing that. Scripture is 
the ultimate power. We can't add to scripture. God is God and these are his words and we cannot add to God because we are not God. God is a being. He is other. We are human. We cannot live up to that standard. And so I have to remind myself of that, of like, you know, I'm not always going to be able to know what to say. And sometimes it's better to stay silent because then my words don't hold meaning if I'm just trying to give an answer because I'm supposed to give an answer. There have been times where it's like, listen, I don't know what to tell you, but all I can do is be here for you. And sometimes that means even more and helps even more and has even more of an impact than, well, this is what I think you should do. And you know, there are times and place for everything. Um, I just had a instance... (laughs) I just, I have a lot of intentional conversations with my boyfriend, so I keep going back to, like, examples with my boyfriend, but, you know, we had a a conflict, a good conflict, where, which, conflict creates intimacy. There should be, there's needed conflict in relationships, I'm learning. I'm learning a lot right now, but he shared some really serious stuff about his life, and... I didn't really know what to say. Um, I didn't have anything to say. I couldn't relate. And so I'm not going to sit and fill in and try to say, uh, A, advice. B, I understand your pain. You know, I understand pain, but not that specific kind of pain. Like, I'm not going to sit here and just try to fill a silence because it's silence. And so all I could do and offer was just to be there. And that was hard for him to accept because he didn't want that silence and so we had to sit and talk about it and from his side it was like well you know this is how I wanted you to respond and I had to sit there and say well this is why I responded the way I did and from that we learn about each other we learn more about ourselves and it started a whole new conversation of all of these great things that ultimately brought us closer together. But I say all this to say there is so much power in silence and not filling it just because you put the pressure on yourself to be the one that knows everything. Because that's pride. And I'm really working on getting rid of my pride and being a listener and being a sitter and not always being so quick to say my advice because I think I'm right. Um, I know I know a lot of truth. I I know I have wisdom from the Lord. And I'm, I'm not saying that in a prideful or in a bragging way, but in a confidence way of like, I am firm on the foundation of Christ and, and I know the truth and I want to share it. But I also, at the same time, am learning how to listen and take in from others and process before speaking. So anyways, let's go back to scripture because that's where the real wisdom is. Um, Okay, so the wise are glad to be instructed, but babbling fools fall flat on their faces. Verse nine, people with integrity walk safely, but those who follow crooked paths will be exposed. People who wink at wrong cause cause trouble, but a bold reproof promotes peace. The words of the godly are a life-giving fountain. The words of the wicked conceal violent intentions. I love the word life-giving. Like, I just love, like, giving life, filling the soul. Um, 
Did you know that that uh, when we pray for wisdom, that's the one prayer that in the Bible that God promises to answer in that way? Like if we ask for wisdom, he will give it to us. Just interesting to think about. Uh, verse 12, hatred stirs up quarrels, but love makes up for all offenses. Wise words come from the lips of people with understanding, but those lacking sense will be beaten with a rod. I love that it says, I'm going back and forth between reading scripture and not, so hopefully you can understand the difference in my words, but, um, in verse 13, wise words come from the lips of people with understanding. How can we understand if we don't allow time to process? Just think about that. Um, cause in order to respond, we have to understand. And that starts with a lot of questions. When we're learning something in school, we ask questions so that we understand. Um, I just, you know, when listening and when learning how to be there for someone in their situation, we want to understand. I, before I give advice or say my two cents or insert myself into the situation, just want to ask for the desire and pray for the desire to understand and want to understand and really empathize and see things from their point of view because the best advice is always from someone who's been in that situation so if I can't I want to get as close to understanding how that feels as possible as a friend and as an encourager verse 14 wise people treasure knowledge but babbling the babbling of a fool invites disaster the wealth of the rich is their fortress. The poverty of the poor is their destruction. The earnings of the godly enhance their lives, but evil people squander their money on sin. Verse 17, people who accept discipline are on the pathway to life, but those who ignore correction will go astray. I think it's also very important to realize that being with someone and learning how to be there in whatever situation um, also means to allow correction and to humble yourself and say I don't have it all figured out I fall into the habit of asking for advice and then not being able to receive it um you know (laughs) this is just boyfriend example day but yesterday I was talking to Ryan and asked him for advice and the advice he gave made me angry because I knew he was right but I was angry because I couldn't figure it out on my own he was the one that told me and I knew he was right and I was prideful in the fact that I couldn't come up with it by myself and then I sat back and said I literally just asked you for advice why am I angry that your advice is good and that I agree with it like I am being so prideful I can't humble myself to accept correction from someone else my prayer for myself right now is just to open my heart and and soften it (laughs) and to just Stop thinking that I have to know it all and that I'm weak if I allow correction. You're not weak if you allow correction. You're wise. We learn from other people. We are meant to learn from other people. I'm speaking to myself on this. All of this I'm saying to myself because this is what I'm learning and trying to learn right now. Um, Verse 18. Hiding hatred makes you a liar. Slandering others makes you a fool. Too much talk leads to sin, but sensible, be sensible and keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Let me read that again, verse 19, because that's a, that's been on my heart a lot. Too much talk leads to sin, be sensible and keep your mouth shut. There's a lot that correlates wisdom in silence, and I think as an extrovert, it's hard to accept that fact. And I'm not sitting here saying like, be, be quiet, 
you have to be a quiet. In order to be the best Christian, you have to be silent. I'm not saying that. I'm loud. I'm bold. My natural speaking voice is like level eight of 10. But Jesus was meek. Jesus was gentle and a quiet, humble leader. Um, And I think that's so important in being a friend is just listening. In order to listen, you have to be quiet. I can't listen and speak at the same time. I can't listen to someone else and also say things at the same time. Given two ears, one mouth. You can also listen with your eyes. That's important as well. Verse 20. The words of the godly are like sterling silver. The heart of a fool is worthless. The words of the godly encourage many, but fools are destroyed by their lack of common sense. The blessing of the Lord makes a person rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Doing wrong is fun for a fool, but living wisely brings pressure to the sensible. I'm going to skip over a little bit of this because it doesn't really talk about words until the next chapter, but... um, here is the next chapter. This is chapter 11, and we are going to go to verse. Y'all like my singing? Actually, I think I'm, I'm going to skip this one because it was mostly just um, chapter 12. Uh, okay, here's chapter 12 in Proverbs. To learn, you must love discipline. What I was just saying. Um, discipline, correction, all under the same category, different emphases and different things. But in order to learn, you've got to be open to those things. Um, it, it goes on to say, it is stupid to hate correction. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> I needed that. The Lord approves of those who are good, but he condemns those who plan wickedness. Wickedness never brings stability, but the godly have deep roots. A worthy wife is a crown for her husband, but a disgraceful woman is like cancer in his bones. The plans of the godly are just. The advice of the wicked is treacherous. Pause. Be careful who you accept advice from and who you give advice to. Who you're vulnerable with is where intimacy is created. Who you are honest with is now someone who knows deep parts of you. And... I encourage you as a Christian to find other Christian people to um, confide in rather than the non-believer. Not because I don't like non-believers. I have so many friends who are non-believers. But intentional, my intentional friendships, the most intentional friendships and vulnerable friendships that I have are with other believers because we have that common foundation, that common trust with one another that we both base our entire lives around and our entire identity is set on Christ and there's you cannot get more intentional than starting there there like it's impossible to get more beneficial growth in that way with a friend um it goes on to say the plans of the godly are just the advice of the wicked is treacherous the words of the wicked are like a murderous ambush, but the words of the godly save lives. The wicked die and disappear, but the family of godly stands firm. A sensible person wins admiration, but a warped mind is despised. And a warped mind comes from corrupt advice. And so that's why I say be careful who you seek advice from. Um, Number nine, 
I mean, verse 9, better to be an ordinary person with a servant than to be self-important but have no food. I love that. Uh, Right next to it, I just wrote pride in all capital letters. Verse 10, the godly care about their animals, but the wicked are always cruel. A hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies has no sense. Uh, I'm going to skip a little bit of this down to verse 14. Wise words bring many benefits, and hard work brings reward. Fools think their own way is right, but the wise listen to others. I'll read that again. Verse 15, Proverbs chapter 12. Fools think their own way is right, but the wise listen to others. Don't even need to elaborate on that. Verse 16, a fool is quick-tempered, but a wise person stays calm when insulted. This is big on patience. It's how I'm learning to be a friend right now is being patient. Um, I really struggle with patience. And Maddie Pruitt said this in a podcast. She was talking about love because she just came out with like a book about love. Um, And she said, you know, in the Bible, it says like love is patient, love is kind, love is, you know, all these things. Um. You know, we've heard it even if you're Christian or not. Like, it's pretty common, um, pretty popular. She was like, you know, we we think about these traits, but have we ever really looked at the order of these qualities? And the very first one is patience. So it's the most important. And I'm just like, oh, dang. I mean, that is my biggest downfall is patience, which is why I think it's hard for me to listen because I just want to jump in really quick. But I'm like... In order to be the best friend and the the best servant that I can be and the best kingdom pursuer, the best uh, giving my best in ministry, I have to listen. Love God and love people. I have to listen to the other person. But I've got to listen for God, to God. Um, another boyfriend example. Gosh dang. Who am I becoming? Who am I? Um, You know, my boyfriend and I first started dating. You know, okay, you kiss your boyfriend. Well, I guess you don't have to. But, but spoiler alert, I've kissed my boyfriend. Okay, anyways. Um, And I kept thinking about it. Like, I was like, why, why do I keep thinking about this? You know, not anything bad, but just like it was on my heart. Like, and I was like, why, why? And I realized I was talking to God about it, praying about it. And it was like, in my gut, I never asked permission. I never listened to the father for like a go ahead for a yes. And that was something that I didn't really think I needed. But, and I'm not saying that's like a general thing that everyone has to do, but like, it's just so like normal and mainstream, I guess, in relationships that it's like that, like we are all God's creation. And now I am entering into, you know, forming a bond with another creation. And so it doesn't have to be like romantic relationship wise. And, but I I wasn't listening to God, even in, you know, new actions and new things that I was doing. And that was kind of like a like a whoa oh my goodness I don't really know how I got off on that tangent but it's important because I said it so maybe someone needed it (laughs) um I continue on in chapter 12 verse 18 I think no verse uh 17 because I just talked about patience 
An honest witness tells the truth, a false witness tells lies. Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. Truthful words stand the test of time, but lies are soon exposed. Deceit fills hearts that are plotting evil, joy fills hearts that are planning peace. No harm comes to the godly, but the wicked have their fill of trouble. And this doesn't mean you aren't going to go through hard things. It just means that God works for the good of those who love him. Verse 22, the Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in those who tell the truth. The wise don't make a show of their knowledge, but fools broadcast their foolishness. Next to that, I wrote share, don't show. Um, I think it's really important to, you know, I fall into the trap, have fallen into the trap of, oh, what words can I say that really hit home? Like what three words that start with the same letter, it's going to sound really good. And it's like, that's not the point of the gospel. The point of the gospel is not to lower the words of the Bible into terms of today that have a nice ring to it. The Bible stands the test of time, so let the Bible do the talking. I'll just do the sharing. I don't want to make a show of it. Verse 24, work hard and become a leader. Be lazy and become a slave. Worry weighs a person down. An encouraging word cheers a person up. I want to be an encourager, you know. These these things keep saying like the wise encourage, the wise uplift, the lives the wise give lie give the wise words are life giving. You know, all these things of encouragement, um, life giving knowledge, healing, um, staying calm. I mean, if you wanna be a good listener, a good friend, a good there in the moment kind of person We've got to learn what wisdom is and how, how to be wise because these things are directly relating to one another. Um, I continue. The godly give good advice to their friends. The wicked lead them astray. Lazy people don't even cook the game they catch, but the diligent make use of everything they find. The way of the godly leads to life. The path does not, that path does not lead to death. I mean, <laughs> right there, that's the roadmap. That is the roadmap to listening. Wisdom. To be wise is to listen. How are you going to learn? How are you going to be wise? By learning. How are you going to learn? Listening. How can you listen if you're not silent? These all relate. It's like a math equation that just like builds on top of it. And another like side tangent of being a good listener. It's just being a good person and knowing when to speak and when to not. Um, something that's really, really, really been on my heart that I just keeps popping into my head, like literally all the time. Romans 12, 15, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. Every time, like I've had a lot of instances where, you know, life is hard and junior year in college is hard and my friends and I are really going through the mud right now. Um, and it's tough. Junior year is a tough year and we're all kind of having our own struggles I was with my friends just sitting at a table and we all were just shared our struggles. And it was just laid on my heart to mourn with those who mourn and not have this this key term in culture today, like toxic positivity. Um, I think there is a time to be positive, you know, wise, encouragement, life-giving, healing. Like those are all positive words of encouragement. But there is a time... 
to be sad in the sadness because that is just as important. We were made with feelings. God, Jesus felt feelings. He was so angry, he flipped a table. He wept. He felt actual feelings. And Jesus is perfect. So if Jesus is perfect and he felt everything that we felt because God sent himself in human form to feel those feelings and to be human with us, to give us that human example because our brains literally can't comprehend the power and the vastness of God. Why do we think we should be positive all the time and that's the best way to be the best person? No, the Bible tells us mourn with those who mourn. Be sad. It's my default when there's like a death to be like, but they're, they're in a better place. They're in a better place. And yes, that is so powerful and so truthful. But the usual general response to that from the other person is like, I know, I know. It's like mourning with those and saying, hey, I'm here with you in your sadness. I, I like Jesus, am going to get to the place that you are right now so that I can show you that I want to serve you. That is being there for someone. And when the sadness lasts a little too long, that's when we say, okay, it's time to pick up. It's time to go do something. Get yourself out of this pit. Because there were other times where, you know, there there was sadness people were hungry and sad and Jesus said well, okay let's get some food come on guys let's get to work there are times and place and we 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 have to be in touch with that part of our gut that part of our faith that part of where God is telling us to be and what he is advising us to do in that moment and you've got to learn you know I've got to learn continuously learn how God notifies us in that and I believe one of the number one key ways of doing that is to be wise in that. And so it just starts with prayer. It starts with scripture. It starts with learning his word. It starts with all of these things. It's so, so important. It's so important. And I'm not perfect at it, but I'm learning and talking through it with y'all. So that being said, Do something you're not used to doing in a conversation with someone. And see how that can lead you to be there for someone in a way that you've maybe never explored before. Allow yourself to explore those different kinds of reactions and different kinds of ways of being there for someone, listening, being a friend. And that's all I've got. That's all God's got, I guess, from me through my words right now. I mean, God has so much, but from what he's speaking through my little mouth hole, that's all for now, folks. Thank you so much for listening. I love you a lot, like a lot. I love you so much that I'm trying to learn patience every single day because that's the most important part of love, apparently, from the little list. All right, I'm stopping. I love you. Jesus loves you. Thank you so much for listening. And that's life. Thank you so much for listening to That's Life Pod. You are now a hashtag that's for lifer. You are part of the potty people because we are always having a potty with the potty squad. That was weird. Anyways, if you want to find out more, go on Instagram, head over to That's Life Potty, P-O-D-D-Y, because you are not part of the potty people. I really need to stop with this joke. 
If you want to find out even more, you can head over to the YouTube That's Life Pod. There is a link in the Instagram bio with a link tree for more information on everywhere you can stream. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Jesus loves you. And that's life.